Hello, everyone, and welcome to Technically Speaking on LocalJobNetwork.com radio. I'm your host, Carly Rubach. On Technically Speaking, we'll explore the latest social media applications for the modern-day workplace, and together, we'll discover the hottest technology jobs on the market and keep up with the latest high-tech trends. Today, we're going to talk about the projected rise in creative technology jobs and the need to fill these positions. We'll get an insider's perspective from Ramka Dahan, the partner over at the innovative design and technology company Sprinkler. Ramka, welcome and thank you so much for speaking with us today. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Can you just start by sharing a little bit about your background before you came to Sprinkler Creative and how you got involved? Sure. So Sprinkler is the third business that I've ventured into. My background is in advertising and technology and design. Um, So I started off as a creative, um, did a couple internships and worked a few jobs uh, leading or, um, you know, being a part of the creative team. And then I jumped into programming when uh, Adobe Flash was like a a thing um, and was just getting started. Um, just because I like the interactivity of it. Mm -hmm. And then I moved from there to just being a senior developer and architect in between that launching two companies. Okay. And what were these companies? These were ones that you started? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the first company I started was a hosting company. It's actually still around, but I just gave my portion up to my business partner. And then the second company um, I was kicking off was similar to Sprinkler. So what what had happened was uh, Steve started Sprinkler along the same time that I started my company, which was focused on at-risk talent development. So we were gonna we were gonna join forces then, but like we didn't really see this the synergy working together um, Mm -hmm. at the moment because we both had kind of our own things going on. Okay. And I think like a year or two later, we ended up connecting again uh, through a business mentor of mine who said, "Hey, have you talked to Steve? Like, you guys, your programs are similar." And I think we both had like our own issues of like being kind of like the only leadership. Right. And we. We decided from that point on, like, hey, let's just get together and um, start this business, you know, and I'll just jump. <laughs> I said, I'll just jump on yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. so, yeah, I think like a month later, I ended up joining the team. Okay. So then tell us a little bit about Sprinkler and what the mission of that organization is. So Sprinkler, um, it's a little unique because it started off and has kind of evolved to a bunch of different things. So just to kind of backtrack early on, Sprinkler started up as a meetup. Um, in 2006. Okay. So Steve started it as a way to kind of start conversations around creativity and design. So I don't know if you're familiar with meetup.com. Why don't you just, yeah. So meetup.com is a website uh, that's been around for, for a while now that allows you to just create meetings or networking events and then people can just join them. So it's a real simple platform, but it, it, early on it allows kind of a central place to house meetings, create conversations, and mm-hmm. um, organized groups. So um, it became uh, a great event. I mean, we've highlighted a lot of things. The mayor's been there. We've talked about like high-speed rail, about transit, about water issues, um, about just uh, introducing entrepreneurs. I mean, we brought like uh, the one of the leads of UX at Zappos, um, Ryan Graves from Uber Cabs, who used to live here and now is um, in San Francisco. We've had a lot of great conversations around that. 
Nice. Um, it became the largest meetup in the state at one point. So wow. it was a really good event. It was always free pizza and beer, so that was lovely. That'll bring the people in. Yeah. All yeah. right, good. So what what does sprinkler mean? I've been wondering that. Uh, so sprinkler uh, is essentially the idea was that Steve was mowing his lawn one day and the thought he's watching his sprinkler <laughs> essentially just like uh, water his grass you know mm-hmm. so he's like well I kind of want the company to be like this place that allows people to grow and then I think he tried to register sprinkler the, the correct way and it was already taken so another another yeah and now we're cool because we're <laughs> spelt wrong you know yeah yeah you just add a z at an end of anything and it works right so can you just touch on the the mission of sprinkler and how technology kind of ties into all that right so now we've transformed from the meetup there was a conversation that we needed to start an agency and the reason why that happened was a lot of talent was were leaving the city and we needed to kind of get people excited about you know wanting to stay here and the other problem was that when people left college they weren't prepared for the, the workforce there's a lot of soft skills and a lot of new technologies that left people kind of like having to start from scratch in certain areas so um, we decided to launch this program that we hired basically interns to get them ready at, so we'd hire them junior senior level by the time they graduate there were maybe about six months after they would be ready for the workforce. Okay. Uh, we did that, and then on the agency side, the services that we offer uh, companies is essentially uh, digital innovation. So we'll work with a brand or a startup um, or other agencies on helping them strategize how they take programs or new services to market through digital strategies. Okay. So, and I, you know, we talked about this a little earlier, but I've doing research for this, I've just been kind of reading articles and they all sort of echo the same. There's this rise in demand for technology jobs, but the talent isn't there. So what is Sprinkler doing to fill that talent on your website? I think you mentioned, you know, you talk about producing higher ready talent for companies. So what sort of uh, services and programs do you have in place to achieve this? Yeah, so um, we, we apply a lot of uh, what's going on in the industry. So because we have an agency, because we're working with companies on essentially introducing new technologies, we can kind of see trends that are going on or we see spikes in the industry. Like, for example, UX is a really big thing right now that people desire to have, you know, in their company. So what is UX? UX is user experience. Okay. So that's like working in the user interaction of an application or a piece of hardware. Um, how does a human interface with that device? What are their thought processes? How do you take a consumer segment and make it very specific to them so they can engage in a platform and feel that they um, are getting value out of it, essentially? Okay. And that it's an easy experience. Right. You guys work with younger people. Is that just part of the Mike initiative or? So the Sprinkler has the Spring Turn program. So that is the internship program that we have. We kind of slowed its gears down in the past six months just so we could ramp up the business side of things. But uh, essentially, we have we have a couple of spring turns on on staff that we um, we're just trying to get up to par so that by the time they graduate, they're ready to get hired. So the cool thing about that is that um, almost everyone that's been through the program has gotten mid-level positions right off the bat. So we're really kind of showing strong ability for these kids to to grasp things and understand it. You know, a lot of times in internship. People fear like, oh, well, they're not going to get it. Let's not give it to them. And mm-hmm. we kind of just say, all right, here's this project. You lead it. Check in on us, and we'll give you feedback. Or we'll do pieces of the program to train you um, on certain aspects. But this is yours. Like, you own this. 
And mm-hmm. I think the trust that we give in our students makes them want to accelerate and perform mm-hmm. at a different level. Okay. And I want to kind of talk about, there's some stereotypes about the people who fill these technology positions. You know, people think men, like nerdy people. How how would you reply to that sort of stereotype? And how would you encourage like young women to you know, go for these jobs and... Yeah, well, I'll agree that there's definitely a shortage in technologists um, that are, are women, you know, and I, I don't really know why. Even in startups, it's, it's it's an issue. Like, you just, you don't you don't see them, you know, minorities are women, you know, that are programmers or engineers. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting. I guess if I would encourage it, it's just, uh, there's many, uh, there's a lot of women that are in the industry that are really, really good at what they do. So, I mean, there shouldn't really be something that should a roadblock to, to allow you to do that. Right. And if you love to do it, you should do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And what's something that you find attractive about this field that people might find surprising? Like, again, people have their stereotypes about tech jobs or you're just in front of a computer and people might not associate the word creative with technology. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's science, it's math, it's... So what would how would you respond to something like that? What where does the creativity come into play with technology? Yeah, I mean, I think they think that like we just crunch numbers all right. day, but it's crazy because we spend a lot of time not in front of the computer, um, and a lot of the times that we are working together, it's strategizing on an idea. You know, like Intel gave us a device. It's kind of like the Connect. They just released it at CES, um, and they said, "Here, play with it and come up with something fun." You know, mm-hmm. so. It's pretty cool for a company as big as them to give us a device to kind of allow us to play with it. So that there's a lot of creativity there. Our developers are going crazy because they're like, well, we can do all kinds of different things now with this piece of uh, technology. Right. Um, so it allows us to, you know, kind of be extremely creative and try to push the envelope and try to mash, you know, three different things together. Can we take this idea and do something cool with retail mm-hmm. or take this idea and, like, make your educational experience better? Right. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you just, for, you know, job seekers and listeners out there who might not know exactly what these creative technology jobs are, can you just give an example of a few positions that people might um, so, so we focus a lot on innovation, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we do is research and development. So there's a lot of companies out there that will have these positions open. Um, it's a very new thing. It's all around innovation. And I think, you know, companies like Apple um, or Samsung have kind of spurred this around because there needs to be a place in a company where technologists can experiment on new technologies. There's, there's the thing of supporting technologies, right? Like mm-hmm. I have my infrastructure for, um, you know, my e-commerce solution, and that needs to be supported and maintained. But what we're finding out now, for example, like the blockbusters of the world's um, or even big box retailers, is that if I continue to maintain my infrastructure, my business is going to fail in this new economy. Um, so how do I have a place in my company to allow people to venture out and explore these new ideas, explore um, new technologies, or even new business models that allow me and my company to stay on top of things? You know, um, had, if Blockbuster had never said, because streaming, actually Netflix like came to Blockbuster and mm-hmm. like said, hey, we want to partner with you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, 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 we want to stay brick and mortar this entire time. Um, and that really hurt them in the long run. They never had the ability to change their business model. So right. creative technologists, um, I think, allow people to have an insight 
in a way that uh, is not just, you know, maintaining a certain solution. Can you tell us about maybe some companies that you've worked with personally and maybe some solutions you've Um, offered? Yeah, I can can tell you. (laughs) It's always weird because, like, on even our website, we don't have, like, a portfolio because a lot of this stuff is, like, just a lot of research and development. And a lot of it's, like, really tight-knit. But, um, like, one, um, we worked with uh, Amtrak uh, on D.C. And uh, they had a site. They essentially just came to us and said, hey, we have this website that um, shows people how to, or shows people where the parks are in relation to the rail. Hmm. And we, so we went to it and we said, well, this is great, but like you're not, you're not optimizing this to use it for a customer. Like a customer just goes here and then there's no like fulfillment, you know? There's no way to, for them to buy a ticket. There's no way for them to share the information. You already have two pieces of technology that are doing the things that you wanted to do, um, but they're not working together. So our recommendation was uh, let's, let's merge these two ideas and make it so that people can look at the parks, find information about it, but make a, t- make a purchase right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was a good kind of just, uh, it was a quick hit, you know? Like we, yeah. we took, um, you know, two existing models and mashed them together, essentially. Okay. I wanted to just try to give maybe some young job seekers who are looking to enter the technology job market, what sort of advice would you have for them? What what should they do to prepare? Are there organizations across the nation like Sprinkler who offer these internships? And just what general advice would you have? I mean, being a technologist, you have to know that your technology is going to go away in a certain amount of time. So you always have to learn. You know, if we were here 10 years ago and we were talking about Flash, we would be like, oh, that's never going away. It's amazing, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I mean, look at, it. you know, the state of it now is, I mean, there's still things that are, are good for it, like gaming and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the way that it was used uh, is completely different how it was used, you know, maybe two, three years ago, just because of Apple and all these other companies limiting the technology on certain devices. So it's interesting the change of guard that has happened um, and how like new jobs with like new web technologies that are around, you know, Ruby wasn't as popular 10 years ago as it is now. Um, So if you're talking about the lifetime of your career, you know, in 10 years, you're probably going to be doing something else. So you just have to have that desire to always want to learn. That's what makes the job fun. You know, there's never a dull moment in like learning new technologies or exploring how the, how the, the hardware and the software interact and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. It's always changing. So how do you keep up with it? Like, what resources do you use? Are there blogs or articles you read? Or I don't want to say there's – I'm always scouring the Internet. So, mm-hmm. like, if I – I mean, I rely – social media is probably a really good uh, source of things. I follow a few people that I know are kind of influencers in the industry. And what I really look at is the creative technologists that are playing around with certain technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy by the name Joshua Davis – He's an artist. Uh, he was huge in Flash, and now he's moved into like processing in Java. Um, teaches at a, a college out in NY, but he's always playing around with different technologies, and it's always down to like the humanistic side of things. Like, how does this technology um, affect me as a human? You know, how do I interact with it? What is my responses to it? So I think like our our company is kind of in the, in that realm as well. Like we always grab new technologies and just play around with it. Not because we have a certain client around it, but it's more of like we're just interested of like, all right, well, how does second screen work? You know, what are some fun things that we can do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we'll just have a conversation around it. If it's worth it, we'll try to build something just to prove an idea. 
And then, so always playing around is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so jumping into some future plans, um, how do you see technology jobs in the future? Do you think that technology jobs are going to continue to be on the rise and that it's a good field to get into now and in the future? Definitely. I, I mean, I've seen so many articles and I've seen um, a lot of uh, job positions or people like scrambling for developers. This is definitely, they, you know, they're calling it the year de- of the developer this okay. year because there's such a high demand for digital. I mean, there's so many devices to maintain. There's so many different platforms. You know, just regular devices talking to the internet. You know, I have a Hue lamp at my house. Okay. So that's like, it's, it's by Philips. So okay. I can, I like through my phone, I can control my lights and change different colors. You know, so that's, <laughs> that's an integrated web, you know, device, mm-hmm. a light bulb. So how many other things are going to be like that that are going to be more popular? And right. so how many things are going to be integrated into the web and uh, connected to our lives? So it's, it's definitely um, all run by technologists and mm-hmm. creative technologists that are, can come, come up with new ideas um, like this. So you see the demand is long term. It's going to be there yeah, for a while. Yeah, I don't see it going away anywhere. All right. And Sprinkler, what are some... Any new plans for Sprinkler right now? Or? Um, well, we're working on opening a New York office. So that's, oh, wow. that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, we have uh, about three people on the ground over there. Um, we haven't got an office yet. They're all working from home. But uh, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting to see. Um, we're actually open in Brooklyn. So, so cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. yeah. So some people from Milwaukee went over there, or you have some talent in New no, York? No, we have some talent in New York. Okay. So. Just gives me a reason to go to New York. All yeah, the time. why not? It's <laughs> <laughs> great. All right. Well, I think, you know, to me, it sounds like there's just a demand for these technology jobs, and that's really valuable for our listeners. We have a lot of job seekers. Ramka Dahan, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope our listeners and our job seekers are inspired to explore a career in the field of creative technology. It sure sounds like there are plenty of opportunities now, and there will be well into the future. Feel free to send us an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com with any comments or suggestions for Technically Speaking or any of our other shows here on localjobnetwork.com radio. Once again, I'm Carly Rubach. Talk to you soon.